Welcome to The Last Draw, the art battle podcast where three creators battle it out each week in Procreate while discussing their favorite topics in comics, video games, and animation. This week's topic is DC Comics Artist Roundtable. Hi guys, how are you? Doing good, Hi, doing good. really good. Yeah. As, a, as in uh, tired and uh, everything's on uh, fire. <laughs> oh no. I'm, I, I'm not tired, I'm the rest of the car. Um, the rest of the car. <laughs> anyway, so it's DC Art Week. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Last Draw Roundtable. I am Asa Paints. I'm Sandy Scribbles. And I am Joe Draws. Who wants to go first? I guess I will. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Um, sure. So I did, well like just so everyone knows, I will be posting my value study. I did a, I'm doing Superman and I'm doing a poster and it's going to be large scale. So it's taking me a little bit of a, a longer time than it normally does. But like, I will post the value study that we're, we're going to go over for this podcast. But um, so I did um, Superman and it was inspired by Henry Cavill's Superman. And I did it poster style, American poster style. And I really tried to, I'm, I, the composition idea was that you could sort of take away from it that scene um, of the hallucination from Man of Steel where like you could see like all him standing on all the bones. You could see like the, the planet radiating in the background. Yeah. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That was sort of where I got the inspiration from. Except like this is going to be like a moonscape, but like there's falling debris, like falling meteorites mm-hmm. around him. And then his cape is sort of making the upper uh, upper thirds composition work. So okay. there's a lot of open space. I wanted to ha- really have a lot of falling open space where like he's floating upward and then there's a contradictory element uh, falling downward. So I wanted like that essence of a, a mid moment um, in cool. the illustration. So yeah. So I think I'm going to do muted colors, but I'm going to try to stick with really, really like warm blues. So yeah. Um, and, and then some yellows like for the, for the bo- bottom light. So uh, I know there's no color yet, but like just to tell you what it is. But yeah, uh, what do you think, guys? I would keep it to very like minimal color because I really like what you have going on here. I really love the swirling of the cape. It almost looks like an ethereal patch of um, clouds or, oh, you know what? It looks like the Aurora Borealis. Yeah, like that's what I was going for. It's, yeah, it's like, wonderful. I, I, I wanted to be like the Northern Lights. Like like I, mm-hmm. I wanted to play with the folds of fabric to make it look a little... Um, I don't want to keep using the word ethereal. I wanted to make it look nonsensical. Like, I didn't want it to look like just fabric. I wanted to make it mm. look like something else, like something more. Um, so I wanted to kind of play with the way the Aurora Borealis kind of has those, like, re- really weird lines that it creates. So I'm going to do that with his cape. So, okay. Um, yeah. Well, I'm really, no, I'm really glad that you picked up on that. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it looks great. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's got a it's got a pretty good setup here. Um, the cape is it are you changing the way the cape is shaped uh i noticed the origin point on the shoulders is a little bit different or are you just uh, i haven't it? i haven't um uh, like don't focus on that like, like yeah. I'll, I'll make it look look uh literal <laughs> like, like don't worry like the or the neckline will look the way it should yeah. i think i just got like a line cut off or something mm-hmm. say it's but, a pretty yeah. strong pose uh it's a it's, it's a good take on kind of a classic superman cover you know yeah, type of situation mm-hmm. or a superhero scenario looks good there's a lot of cheeks a lot of what a lot of cheek 
There's a lot of cheek. <laughs> and we're not talking well, about like, the one that he's hiding on his face. Mm. <laughs> no, like, uh, I mean, like, it's it's him. Like, I don't, I don't know about you. It's grabbable. But but I, I, I'd never miss an opportunity to to draw Henry Cavill's ass. So, like, like I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of all of his work. And he, uh, let's just say that uh, Bill Cosby's not the only one selling pudding these days. Oh, my God. So, so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Cavill. And, and, and that I did use a reference. So. And you know what? We have to say not just pudding, but pudding pops. Yeah. Yep. Pudding pops. Uh, mm. Do you guys, you remember those, and, right, and not, not one bit of droop. Not one bit of droop in all these years. Yeah. Mm-mm. huge fan but yeah like and i i tried like i'm going to fix it right now it looks like his ass cheeks are pressing up against glass <laughs> and i know that it does but like they got the but, like, smash going... thing going on <laughs> but that's just the way that i'm rendering hello right smash like, I, was just having, I was just having a little bit of fun with myself but like i i will fix that i will make them make them round as they are in my references mm. um i did the initial sketch in procreate and then I, because there was something weird going on with one of my brushes, I, I kind of transferred earlier than I normally do. Normally, I do all the values in Procreate and then switch over. But um, a majority Photoshop this time, I just did the base sketch in, um, mm. in Procreate. So, yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Who wants to go next? So I did Cliff from Doom Patrol, and I did it based on a Richard Case sketch that I had found online. And it was a really neat ink sketch, and I liked it so much, and it was just very sort of minimal. And I had never drawn a comic book style before, like ever. This is my first sort of endeavor (gasps) into it. So yeah, yeah. thank you. I'm like, I got really excited about it. And I there was no color in the original ink sketch that I was looking at. So I added little bits of flair here and there on mine. Well, Sandy, like I I've already expressed to you like how much I love Mm -hmm. your character work. (laughs) But like one, you did a really good job with like with minimal color. Like like one, I love the background textures. Like I love those subtle blues, but I really do love the paper texture. Uh, that's in the background but uh, like surprisingly enough like that's not my favorite part i like that you use very strategic mark making in just highlighting with color like you really didn't do you didn't overdo it where there was a lot of open space probably on your page a lot of open white in this character you Mm could have just oversaturated it with color but you got all the character definition you needed and that's what i find impressive about this drawing so like thanks and i like your signature like 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 you should always do that do you always put your signature in the corner i'm starting to yeah yeah, yeah, i'm starting with this format of the little box yeah for stuff like this especially yeah dude a signature is actually a a classic part of any comic books i i think you should start like doing these for cons and shit like just start doing classic (laughs) characters and then like start drawing them live at cons again like like i don't know if you guys know sandy's a dragon con girl so i am I love it. What do you think, Joe? <laughs> uh, I think it's good. It's a it's a good take on that era's Robot Man with the uh, biker jacket and stuff like that. Um, well, I have to thank the... Richard Case for it, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a good take on it. You know, um, nothing beats a nice, simple 90s, you know, D-list superhero just because a lot of times their styles tend to move forward a little mm-hmm. bit differently than the main than kind of the main line in any comic book thing mm-hmm. so no you know the these characters have always been known as being offbeat so yeah. he's got a good uh he's got a good at least his get up and at least the era that you 
picks is is good. This is one I like anyway. Um, the posing is good. You know, it's it's a good character, like a good like short. It's definitely something I would consider a con sketch for sure, which is good. You know, it's nice and simple. Yep. You know, like yeah. I said, I have Richard Case to thank for it because I looked yeah. at his reference. What, what programs yeah. did you use, Sandy? I'm still just in Procreate. You just using Procreate? Yep, Don't. the whole thing. Sketch to finish. Because, yep. like, honestly, dude, like, it looks like you use marker. Oh, like, that's so, so cool. Like, I what did um, you do the background texture with? I have to ask you. From Mark, I got this set of uh, brushes called Abel's Essentials. Mm-hmm. And so there's, like, an ink wash, and there's, like, um, this Abel's Sloppy Ink that I love using. And then under, I think it was, was it textures? No. I'll tell you what the, yeah, it was textures. It's just under the regular textures in Procreate. Um, the background with like the kind of denim blue is called Tarkeen. I think I'm saying that right. It's T-A-R-K-I-N. And it's the second one down from the like default list. Yeah. That's awesome. Joseph? Uh, there was a new uh, Green Lantern series um, mm. that has been going on for a couple of few months now. And uh this is the just a quick kind of sketch portrait of the uh, Sojourner Mulane or Joe Mulane, uh, Lantern Joe Mulane of the uh, uh, DC Comics Far Sector Green Lantern series. She's kind of a new character and she is pretty neat. She's a she's a company gal. Oh. She's definitely a, a version of the of the of, of the G man or G lady character in a in a police story scenario um she's even though she's kind of in a far off part of space um you know what we would consider like the outer rim if you wanted to use uh, star wars parlance Mm -hmm. um she takes her job seriously and and right now she's in a kind of a murder mystery scenario what's nice about green lantern stuff is is at its at its core it is a police sorry just said outer rim it made me laugh my bad sorry wow Joe, pay no so. attention. <laughs> oh my, you're, you are back in the 90s right now. You're he like, is, you're like elementary school, middle school. Oh my I'm God, so did you hear him say oh outer rim? <laughs> like, not like the sci fi. So oh he my said, God, that was he so funny. Rim. Like, do you guys know oh. what an outer rim is? I'm so well, shocked. Oh my God. Did he really bring it there? <laughs> but, um, Stop it. In this particular case, it's just a. um, I I find her character. He's like, I will soldier on. (laughs) Yeah, Joe Joe just doesn't care anymore. He's like, Joe's like, I don't give a fuck about this dude. Fuck you. Joe, you were you were like the you're the character in the '90s that wasn't taking any. He's like, we're barely friends. Joe was the character in the '90s movies who like we would get all the answers from on the test, and he would just always be like the guy in the background being like doing the really cool stuff, but we never do. I think that's what Joe is. Joe's like, we need to focus. We need to focus. Focus on this guy. Like he's, and like, no he's one. He's like, I never. He's the one focused. that reminds your teacher that you have a quiz. Like, Fuck like, right. I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, Fuck you, bro. Sorry, Joe. No, no. Sorry, Joe. I don't. I'm not trying to like uh, uh, give myself too much credit. I'm trying to think. I was the kid who kind of knew how to do the thing. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, if there was, if they had some harebrained scheme. I was the you were the facilitator, of, yeah. Okay, I kind the of maker of the maker of things. The maker of yeah, things. I knew how to. Yeah. I knew how to do it. I knew how to help them execute it. Well, this nice. is what you need. Yeah. You were the go-to guy. 
Yeah. Nice. I didn't really. I didn't you, know. You were the. You were the. In the you were the thing. in the chair guy. What is that? What it is? <gasps> in the chair. Yeah, from yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to be the in the chair guy. I love that character. So cute. <laughs> and he's Asian. But, uh, yeah. So this in this in this particular thing, I just like her character design. Um, she's kind. Of, it's they've always done a good job of trying to freshen up the Green Lantern Corps without making them too corny. Um, and this one's pretty good. Uh, the fact that she is uh, clearly a riff on a very popular musician uh, with her in regards to her hair and kind of overall makeup. Uh, I really like the the kind of the the holographic glasses as a domino mask and you know, that kind of thing. Uh, a lot of the details aren't shown here, but uh, really just the hair and kind of her overall kind of facial look is... She's she's stern, that kind of thing. So like yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to I want to break precedent. I have a lot of positive things to say about this, uh, but I want to break precedent because I do want our listeners to, to know that we do actually critique each other. We don't just kind of yeah. walk around jerking each other off. <laughs> but no, like no, no. No, I, I but like there's one suggestion, and it's not really criticism. It's more of a suggestion because I think that this would make an amazing line of stickers, like like you know like those online stickers you can make now mm-hmm. of characters. Yeah. Um, I think that you should do this like team or whatever she's on. Like, I think you should do a line of these. Like, mm-hmm. I think that this is a great style oh, for you, yeah. especially like with this color pop, like the black and white with the singular color pop is a really great design mm-hmm. element. I do think that you should yeah. try it in vector, like keep the brush technique, but try it in vector. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That might be something this is, uh, yeah. but like at the same time, I love the design. I, I immediately saw like a line of stickers of this character that you could sell, mm-hmm. and, and, and I was the, definitely going for the um, the trade, the card, you know, kind of the trading yeah. card feel where they had like the, the bios, the bios, yeah, for sure, or like the who's who yeah. comic books where they just had mm-hmm. the the portrait, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Like so, it's yeah. a great statement. Like it's a great statement piece. Like like you know like how they make mm-hmm. pins now too. I can see this on a pin. Yeah, pins. That's my that's my crit. Like just. Cool. I love it. Your criticism is, is make a sticker. <laughs> well, no, like I, make I, I love make money. things that are sticky. Do like, the I money. I'm a child. Of, I'm yeah, a child I do of like stickers too. So that that is actually a that is actually a, a wow. pretty good great design, dude. Like I'm 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 really like mm-hmm. I really love it. I love I love the Thanks. the design with the glasses. Like I think that that it really sells. It's just you paid attention to the right details of of the character. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. What do you think, Sandy? I love that. And I, I haven't seen the character, but I love this character. Um, it, there's so much personality in it. And I, like I said, I don't know anything about the character. I felt like the character was, um, you said, you know, the character was female. I felt the character was pretty androgynous when I first seen the, the drawing. So I didn't know like what you were going with for with that or the personality of the character. Yeah. I mean, um, she's, she's pretty female in the, in the comic book. But okay. uh, her being a there's uh, something a little Janelle uh, Janelle Monet about her. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, the, even the creator of the of the character has said that that is kind of a play on the Janelle Monet look. Oh, okay. Cool. Very. So cool. what'd you do? What you what programs did you do this in, Joe? So this one was done in uh, Krita. I did a just a thumbnail with a pencil and then just took a picture of it and threw that up on uh, threw that up on my computer. So Krita is a photoshop-esque uh program that is free online and it uses a lot of the ubiquitous tools from a photoshop or or a gimp 
you know, kind of uh, paint tool mm-hmm. system. It's a little more artist-based. Uh, its brush controls and things like that are pretty good and, and, and varied. Uh, I like it. It it seems to be pretty pretty robust for what it is. Um, a lot of creators in comic books and uh, manga and, you know, fan art, if you want to call it that, that kind of thing, use it. Just because it's an easy access uh, setup, you can download it to your computer, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I've liked it. It seems to work pretty good with my uh, drawing tab. So uh, for these lately, I've just been straight up sketching them on the uh, on the tablet. And it's been turning out pretty good. I'm using basic brushes here. I have not even tuned anything. I'm just kind of trying to see how the program works. And so far, it's been pretty good. You know, uh, a lot of the macros and things that you would find in Photoshop or, you know, a comparable software seem to work, yeah. uh, at That's least good. in process. So it would be something where if you were right out of art school and couldn't get commons or if you're mm-hmm. you know independent creator or something like that and just need something like a work tool, this is generally a pretty, it feels like it's generally pretty good. I mean, I would use it if I, um, if I wasn't already using, you know, Adobe or something like that. Do you have a Wacom tablet cool. that you use with it or? I use a uh, Huion. Uh, which is a version, which is kind of oh, knockoff isn't the right word because it's not really. No, that they're great. Closely, I have one too. Yeah, it doesn't closely mm-hmm. resemble the Wacom's. If it did, it would be from a previous generation in terms of like the okay. way it's the way it looks and everything. But mm-hmm. it's a it's a fairly good uh, piece of equipment. Uh, mm-hmm. I've owned uh, Wacom's all from the early bamboo stuff all the way up to modern Cintiq things, mm-hmm. and uh, the you know this seems to be a good kind of general purpose you know drawing pads yeah it has really good pressure sensitivity too i recommend it to all my students who like don't want to invest in me um, and your tablet have that in common yeah if you're just (laughs) if you just need it as a yeah if you just need it as a work tool um where you're for me it's great because it's just for coloring i'm just doing flats i'm doing Mm -hmm. you know some multiplication coloring and and gradients so it's it's good for like workhorse comic book stuff uh, especially if you're in black and white or something, I can use it as a Photoshop tool to kind of get my inks and everything good. Uh, but if I need to touch something up and I need textures and everything, I don't have to get creative commons to do that. I can tune the brushes and this and it seems to be pretty versatile in that awesome. regard. That's so, great. uh, yeah, I mean, it's great for a student. It, mm-hmm. It's great for a student and then match with the creative software. It seems like if you wanted to get into something, um, that is, I mean, I couldn't tell you where to go with it because it seems like a lot of people are going really far with the paintings, mm-hmm. particularly. Um, but if you wanted to do something that wasn't at a level of, you know, uh, you know, high print or whatever you want to call it, but uh, mm-hmm. honestly, you probably could. I mean, it's decent. Yeah, enough. I think yeah. they're great. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored by Huion yet. <laughs> yeah, not. <laughs> I mean, really, no, this is our, no. Um, these are our real opinions, you guys. No, we're not. Uh, we're not sponsored. Uh, brought to you. Uh, <laughs> Brought to you by my uh, like my other Wacom. <laughs> yeah, it's just well, the truth. Like when I believe yeah, in a, a product, I mean, I'm going to tell people I needed about a, it. I needed a tablet that did not cost as much as the uh, Intuos mm-hmm. that I had. Uh, it died, oh. and the reviews were good, so I tried it. It seems you know good enough. I'm not I'm not working it like I normally do. A lot of these tablets, as long as they work, as long as they work. They do the thing. Like, I've had very mm-hmm. various iterations of Wacom tablets over the years. Like, some that are, like, super small and some that are huge and some that are, like, you know, bamboos or whatever. I've tried a lot of things. 
they all work the same. Like, like, like I, like, as long as you calibrate, mm. as long as you calibrate them to your computer, like with the driver, like, yeah. which mm-hmm. I didn't know about, by the yeah. way, when I first got, <laughs> I didn't realize that you needed oh, no. a driver. Oh, oh, put, yeah. yeah. so yeah. oh no, first you're like, why, months, why is my cursor three wrong. inches away from where I'm pressing on the thing? It was so oh. sad. A, a girl had to come up to me. She was like, what are you doing? Why are you struggling? <laughs> Because I, I miss the mark sometimes, you guys. It, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. I mean, I think the biggest thing is like these are production tools. So as a, I guess, former professional, I wouldn't recommend you jump into this thinking that you're going to get, you know, published, thinking you're going to immediately, it's going to make you a master of published work. What no. I can say is that if you're getting into it mm-hmm. or if you're doing what some might consider like simple work so far it's been good i haven't really pushed it that far um you know when you get into the wacom cintiq stuff you also have to think about all the rendering work that 3d artists use for those particular tools so whatever makes it faster yeah it's not, it's not blowing my mind it, it but, does I the mean, thing it, it works with my done. ancient computer from point a to the point way Z. it did when it was new i guess <laughs> well <laughs> point said if point you're Z. using blender yeah Oh, I'm going to start my yeah, own yeah. place called Poinsettia. Um, no, like, well, <laughs> sorry, Stop. I'm tired. Um, oh. Well, that concludes the last draw. Um, yeah, all these should be already posted to our social medias on Facebook and Instagram by the time this episode airs. Go um, check them out. Go check them out at the last draw podcast on Instagram and just search the last draw podcast mm-hmm. on Facebook. We have a group available as well as the last mm-hmm. draw fan page. Oh, wait a minute. Before before we say goodbye, everybody on social media, please feel free to comment and ask us questions. Yes. Um, and feel free to draw along with us. We will yes. be posting our episode prompts and we will be telling us telling you what they are at the end mm-hmm. of each episode of every main episode. Like we will be telling you guys what our main topic is for the next episode at the end of each episode. So feel free to draw along with us. Um, and then we post those to social media. Uh, just hashtag the last draw podcast. Um, so thanks guys I'm yep. Asa Paints I'm Sandy Scribbles and I'm Joe Draws and this has been The Last Draw Artist Roundtable have a great one you guys hi guys Bye-bye. thanks for listening all art created for this episode is available for immediate view at The Last Draw Podcast on Instagram